Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another amazing episode of Sober Grind. As always, my name's Austin Armstrong, joined by my always amazing co-host. Pedge! And I'm Pedge! He's Pedge! I'm Pedge, and guess who we have here today? We have a very special guest. His name is Jackson. How's everybody doing? My name is Jackson from Stay Stopped United. How's everybody today? So wait a second. Is it Jackson Jackson? It's Jackson It's Jackson Jackson, yes. Okay, so this is we got Jackson Jackson. Jackson Jackson. And then we want to give a shout out to Austin. Yo. This Austin's girlfriend's name is Austin, Austin and Austin, That's Jackson true. Jackson, and Peggy Pedge. There it is. And this is the Sober Grind, and we are here today with our friend because he is, just tell us about yourself. Where are you from? What, what are you all about? Well, first I just want to thank you guys for having me on the show right now. Absolutely. Um, I am a man. grateful, recovered alcoholic. That's right. Um, by the grace of God, I do have 1,320 days. That's amazing. Um, by the grace of God. Um how many years is that? That's about three years and eight months, three years and seven months. And, if you tuned um, in right now, leave a congratulations. That's yeah, and um, believe me, that's all by the grace of God. I'd also like to add to you that that was not a date that I actually planned. It's not a date that I just woke up and said, hey, you know what, I'm going to stop you know, smoking dope and, and drinking now. Um, it was a date I actually got arrested for a domestic battery case. And again, I decided I was going to fight that whole case because... That's just what I'm going to do because all I knew is there was somebody trying to take me away from my get down mm -hmm. and I wasn't trying to stop at all. Mm. So I got arrested and went into custody and again at that point I was at my utter point of hopelessness as the book that we're first to. Okay. And um, yeah, it would begin my journey into something that I never knew. This would have been my um, probably about my 25th time in custody again, mm -hmm. multiple trips to the county jail. Um, this time though. Um, I like to give a shout out to hospitals and institutions, um, those guys that go into the jails and, to the, uh, and, and talk know, to those guys. When I used to be locked up and they'd say H&I is coming through, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, what does that stand for? Yeah, Homies yeah. and inmates? That's it. But it's ho hospitals <laughs> Hospital and institutions. Yes. Yeah. That's right. And they handed me one of these books right here and they said, hey, would you like to come out and sit with us and read? And I said, yeah, let's check it out. So... Um, I don't know which direction we want to go with, but I just want to kind of take it right to the point. Rewind. I want to rewind back, you guys. I want to tell you, um, I got offered when I got taken to custody uh, rehab program, mm -hmm. and there was no way I was taking another rehab. I'd been mm -hmm. to five other rehabs before, three residentials, um, two intensive outpatients, and, and multiple detoxes and multiple sober livings. Um, again, every single time I was done. Mm -hmm. Every single time I was decided that I'm going to control it better, I'm going to slow it down, I'm going to take right. a cup, take a break, and get back out there, get back to work, right. and, and handle it. Um, this time around, or actually back in 2013, um, I was at a treatment center in San Diego. Mm -hmm. Shout out to VVSD, also San Diego. <laughs> and um, yeah, facilitator was talking, he says, drug addicts and alcoholics, they stop all the time. Right. They just don't know how to stay stopped. Mm. And that kind of like hit me. That it hit me. Trigger. Yeah, it, it hit uh, me right uh, there. That was the onset to your organization. Exactly. And I kind of just kind of jotted it down on the notepad and it, something just stuck. But this was 2013. Fast forward two years, 2015, like I said, my last arrest. Um, I was in custody and when they called me out the H&I panel, I was just flipping through this book and my thumb caught page 553, you guys. Mm -hmm. And page 553 in this book, it was um, A, taught him how to handle sobriety, right. which I believe is what our topic is going to be, how to stay stopped. That's right. Yes, sir. And again, this is um, was an agenda for me that, again, I knew, as I'm sure a lot of our, our uh, 
our looker owners or our, our people that are joining us, mm -hmm. I know a lot of people out there, we want to stop, but we just don't know how, how to, to do it. How to stay stop. So again, so I'm flipping through this book with the H&I people, and this is just to myself. It said I did quit drinking various times, once for 10 months. They said there's no great trick to stop drinking. They said the trick is to stay stopped, and it was italicized, you mm -hmm. guys. It says and I closed the book real slow, and I'm like, okay, God. I said, but I don't know how so, to so do it. So the counselor said it? And then you saw it in the book. That was confirmation. And it was bro. in italics. That's divine intervention, man. Yeah. And again, so that's what I give it to you right there. So again, I just like to make it clear. And you I did not. With it. That's yeah. Great. So again, I like to make clear. Everybody that's listening or watching, I didn't just wake up one day and say, "Okay, today's the day I'm not going to use no more." Because yeah. you know, I was real content in my 22 years of smoking crystal meth. That's my thing. I was perfectly content with it. My type of guy. Right. Again, that's exactly. I was perfectly fine with it. Again, I made had to make some adjustments here and there. They had a daughter was born, 2008, and I swore I was going to stop. Man, I did slow it down a little bit. Right. But again, I'm not stopping. Right. So the very next line, you guys, it said to do that. So the trick is to stay stopped. And then when I said, God, I don't know what to do. How do I do it? I opened it back up, and it said to do that, I had come to AA to learn how to handle sobriety, which is, again, back to the topic again. How to handle sobriety right. became the topic. It's no longer about the drugs and alcohol for me today anyway. But if you're new out there, again, I just want to encourage you guys to just simply get with a sponsor guy, get in this book, because again, I could tell you all day long how to stay stopped. But I believe that this book has so much grace in what so many spiritual things attached to it. The words just came alive to me. I like to tell people all the time, this book has no letters and no words, mm -hmm. but I could see me. There's so many pictures of myself all through this book. And again, I just, that's how I'm staying stopped today. I go to a, um, a 12 and 12 book study that I do on Thursdays. I do every single day early bird at Hal Hall. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm, I'm involved with, I have three different sponsees. I've gone through the steps and, and oh, I should add also too, that was also, cause again, once you get that sobriety in there, again, you gotta carry it to other people. That's right. And again, that's another tie into this brand. Um, should I go into the brand part? Or, well, we'll just let's just yeah. have a conversation. We'll okay. ask you a couple right. things. I mean, that's sure. That's that's a great introduction. Man. But yeah, that that's the that's the general part of it because again, it was not my plan. It was not my idea to stay stop. My idea was to another rehab, another uh, uh, case. Let me just go ahead and do the time and get back out. I knew as soon as I got out, I was going back right to doing what I do. And um, God had another plan for me, you guys. I mean, that's what it came down to. He had another plan for me. And I was at that point of hopelessness where I just figured, okay, maybe I do need to make some changes. But that little confirmation in this book allowed me to kind of take a little bit of interest in putting my way to the side. Were these rehabs and sober livings that you were going to, were they like high-end places, low-end places, or were they just uh, court-ordered or yeah, what? Yeah, shout out to um, court order. Um, I am a product also of Veterans Treatment Court. Oh, so you're a veteran. Yes, I am an Army veteran. You're a veterano. Uh, yes, sir. And... Um, <laughs> Odie's a veterano in a, in a different type of way. Right on. He's not on camera right now. Okay. But he did. He's a veterano too. But no, so you're a veteran? Yes. And so what were you using when you were in the service? When I was in the service, I did get a discharge for uh, tested positive. And um, again, I was partying and drinking alcohol. Positive all for what? Because I thought they all drink. Well, here's the thing. I just happened to be drinking. Again, right. that's why I'm on alcohol. Because again, when you're drinking or when mm -hmm. I'm drinking, that opens the door up for other things that come in right and I was pretty wasted one night and met a female and here's a rock 
and boom, that started my journey into that was cocaine at the time though. Mm -hmm. And um took that rock and you know, did that rock real quick and that Monday they tested. So you weren't automatically mm -hmm. discharged though. No, oh no, no. no. See that's the cool part about and all that. Well here's the cool part about in the military. It was um right after we had got back from, from Kuwait and um they were doing troop reductions. What? And they tested me positive. Um, they reduced me down to E1, and I was just like completely just like shattered. My ego, pride, everything just shot down. I'm like, right. I'm out of here. Just let me out. Like, okay, okay we're going to give you a general discharge. Um, keep all your benefits, but you can exit out right now peacefully as an E1. I was cool with that. I don't care. I'm free. I can go do what I want to. I'm party time right now. Right. And that's exactly what my mentality was at age 23. Uh-huh. I'm going to California, and I'm going to party. I can do whatever I want to do now. And that's what I would begin to do. So what was it down there in Pendleton? No, I was actually in uh, Fort Huachuca, Arizona. Okay. And um, I drove from yeah from Arizona out here. And again, like I said, that mentality from age 23 to age 45 is exactly where it took me. So I got step one, you guys, step one. I got heaps of evidence to show I'll do what I want to do and mm -hmm. how that looks. Nice. So again, I'm grateful today that I have a program. But again, I'm one of those do hard days. you help days. a lot of service men? I do, yes. I'm at the VA on Mondays and Thursdays. In Long Beach? Yes, in Long mm -hmm. Beach. And yeah. um, again, any chance I get, I'm right there with my veteran brothers every single chance I get. Again, I'm a product, like I said, of vet court. Um, that was a three-year program. Vet court is for veterans that have to go to court. Yes, it's like a drug court. It's, like, okay. it's just like a drug court, but it's just They're going to be discharged vets. from their position? Or no, just it's strictly, it's already uh, veterans who are out of the military. It's a drug court for veterans. Exactly. Okay, that's exactly. interesting. Yeah, yeah I've never heard Very of Very interesting. Yes. Um, secret society, you know. <laughs> you know. Well, if anyone's tuning in yeah. and you have any questions, please feel free to, uh, to let us know whether they're for us or for, for Jackson Jackson here. Yes. Um, this has been amazing so far. We're just going to keep on rolling. I want you guys to see the shirt that I'm wearing here. He yeah, brought it in for me. Says, Stay humble. Stay humble, folks. Stay, Stay humble. humble. Stay humble. And, and again, the reason I chose that as as a topic, if you will, uh, my initial brand was to come out with principles, the principle collection. Right. Because again, in working the 12-step program, I said, I want to be able to communicate and carry this message of hope to people. And one of the biggest... Um, which was step seven, basically, is humility. Humble. That was like one of the biggest things for me because, again, I knew there was good in me and I knew there was bad in me. Yeah. And it was that constant daily battle. I knew I wanted to stop, but I didn't know how to stop. So, again, it was that constant daily uh, uh, battle. So staying humble is basically me saying, you know what? I can't do it. Right. I can't beat this dope game. I can't beat this drinking game no more. I tried. I'm tapping out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I had to fully concede. And to be able to concede, we got to be able to humble ourselves. That's right. So again, that's the message that it resonates, and so many people receive it so well. That's yeah. why I know it's so significant Absolutely. because that being humble it allows us to take that step to continue to learn and grow. You know, it's yeah. funny. I didn't when I was new in recovery. I hear the word humility, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. I thought it was like it sounded like humiliation. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then I heard this cute once. Once I actually learned what it was, I heard this cute little saying uh -huh. that they say in recovery that. Uh -huh. Humility is when you tell on yourself, and humiliation is when other people do it for you. Wow. So, yeah, nice. so, so when I was always, you know, once I actually got the help I needed, yes. I was saying, like, help me. I, I'm, look, I give myself to you. Do That's whatever it. you need to do with me. But humiliation is when I would wake up in odd places yeah, or exactly. car wrecks or exactly. all these different jail cells and places like that. Yeah, totally. Everybody knew that this guy's messed up, yes. right? Mm -hmm. So either I got to do it one way or the other and, you know, yeah. stay humble. I love my it. my buddy Jimmy say. says either you can humble yourself or, or the world will humble 
humble it for you or something. Yeah, we'll humble it for you. Yeah. We have a couple of uh, comments here, real quick. Just yes. want to address. Samantha says that that's right. Trust God. Clean house. Help others. That's right. That's it. Absolutely. Soul says, I heard at a meeting. Hi. First of all, hi, Soul. It's always a pleasure. Hi, Soul. Hi, Samantha. I heard at a meeting. I was at supporting Pej speech someone said the book the steps fellowship sponsor meetings prayer and meditation is definitely easy and essential mm -hmm. but there's one thing that we can't teach mm -hmm. and that's and that is the will but oh, books yeah. and people like this guy are just like many others just like Pej, mm -hmm. who got the willingness not for themselves but to guide others and hold them by their hands on their path until they get until they get triggered into their own willingness. And you know what? That's a great thing. Who said that? That's soul. Soul. So watch this. This is that's a great point because I always said that to you. I'm like, yeah, hey, you can you know get the big book. You can have God. God can't keep Jackson sober unless I allow him. I have to yeah. be willing, and that's the part that this program. And again, that willingness comes from my circumstances mm -hmm. so again Saul, that's a good point you're absolutely right with that willingness and our circumstances and unfortunately it takes some of us 20 30 years right. to get to that point mm -hmm. but it's my job as a recovered alcoholic drug addict whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. to try to get to you before you get to that point that's right. and to share with you my experience and hope that you can make some earlier adjustments because again no matter what i heard somebody share i heard somebody say something that and i was like okay and it woke up something so again my willingness actually did come from my circumstances but it also came from hearing another brother in the fellowship yeah. give me a little bit of hope and a little right. bit of, of light in there so again that willingness is absolutely crucial but again it definitely comes from our circumstances and unfortunately that's why we can we got to step back sometimes and let people Keep doing their thing. That's right. And that willingness will come. Our job, again, is to try to meet them and let them know, hey, I hope that you, it's my hope that you don't have to do the same thing and go the same course. That's true. But if you're not, we'll be here when you get back, God willing. That's great. Yes. Should I scroll up a little bit more? <clears throat> Somebody yeah. else, a few other people said some stuff. Uh, there's a couple up here, yeah. Uh, Matt says, just me and you, Murphy Lee. Samantha says, getting clean in 2015. It's amazing, Samantha. Who said the thing about the trust God clean house? Did you saw that? Samantha one? did. That was Samantha. Samantha, yeah. I like that. That's I have a t-shirt like that too. One of the Stay Stop t-shirts. It says, trust God, clean house, help others. Those are what they consider. Those are the three rules of the program. And yeah, that's that's definitely vital. So mm -hmm. kudos to that. Here, uh, so response from Saul. I'm not sure if I put word. I, I'm not sure if I put correctly on words what I uh, try to say, but just keep doing what you do. Okay. Yeah, you said it right. Your words were just fine, Saul. The world needs more of you. God bless, God bless more you, brother. Saul, we love you. God bless you, brother. And I'm gonna keep on doing it, dude. Again, that's all I have right now is to continue to carry this message. Because again, I'm clear that a dope fiend like me should not be sitting here with you guys. Yeah. My place is in that bathroom next door. You see what I mean? That's where we spent a lot of time in the bathroom. And I'm clear about that. So, again, that's why it's so important for me to get on programs like this and to stay, you know, working with other newcomers. Again, those old-timer guys, I'm in and out. What's up, brother? And I'm out the door. I'm cued on newcomer people. Any chance I get, I want to get one of these T-shirts in a newcomer's hands mm -hmm. and just be The program is going to lead them right to it. Right. Again, my T-shirt is simply a vessel to help them stay encouraged. That's all I want to do. I want to keep them encouraged. 
and that t-shirt brand is what I do and they're coming right to here next. I love it man. I wanna oh. I wanna ask you about mm -hmm. your early recovery. Yes. I'm sure it wasn't all sunshine. I'm sure right. there were moments yeah. that really hmm. pressured you to yeah. stay stopped. Yeah. Can you share any of those moments? Yeah, actually, that's a, that's a great question, Austin, because again, in early recovery, I'll tell you like that my first, my first month alone, unfortunately, I laid in a psych ward jail cell in the Orange County Jail. That's where I spent, but again, I spent that 30 days literally laying there just trying to figure out how to beat this case, mm -hmm. how I could get released early so I can get back to my dope. So again, it was not my agenda. Even after I saw this thing in the my brain still was trying to figure out a way to do it because again, I saw it back at 13, remember? Mm -hmm. So again, the challenges that I faced was I still want to be able to control it. Mm -hmm. Again, that in itself was trying to control it. That was the biggest thing. So the challenges that I faced was, gosh, I have to leave this stuff alone forever? Right. I can never do it again? I can't even have a beer? Again, I do have that allergy, you guys. Again, I understood too that only 1% of the population. Have you heard the statistic? Yeah. One percent of the population has this allergy thing and I'm like, gosh. And I had to really digest that. But again, the more that I stayed engaged in this, it just took me away, you guys. I wish I could tell you, I sat in that jail cell with a piece of lead about that big and I started underlining, mm. underlining everything. I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. You have the book with you in jail, huh? Yeah. And they, they, uh, it was just amazing. It's not this book. I wish I had that original book, but yeah. again, I went through it again and again and again. I've gone through it so many times. So again, yeah, the challenges were definitely there. The discouragement surfaces every day. I get lonely. I get frustrated, irritable, restless, discontent. It all talks about it in here. Mm -hmm. And it shows me, look, those days are going to come. I do the little prayers. I start helping other people. And yeah, it sounds like, oh, yeah, that's not so easy. Yeah, some days I don't want to do it. It says that in the book, That's too. That's the answer to it all. It gets you out of self. Yeah, and, and it says that, too. There are some days where I'm not going to want to do that. Yep. And you know what the book says? It says, hey, it's okay. As soon as you can, get back into it. It says that here. As soon as you can, as soon as that little moment of feeling is over, get back to it as quick as you can. That's right. So I thought, again, more refreshing stuff to see. That's it. Or to hear. What's she saying right there? <clears throat> Rocking recovery. Patricia says, rocking recovery. That's right. Absolutely. That's it, man. <laughs> so, yeah, so the, the other part I was going to just mention, too, is there's a lot of um, uh, treatment centers out there. I love to be able to hit treatment centers, alumni programs, um, detox centers, um, uh, jails, like I said, veterans. I'm, that's, like, literally my purpose now because, again, for me to be able to, to get and stay connected to those people... It makes a difference. A lot of people that get sober, right. and I hate that word sober too, but mm -hmm. whatever. I'm, I'm getting used to a sober grind. I love it. What do you <laughs> yeah. say, clean? I, I, I say sobriety. Sobriety, in my sobriety, I say recovery. But sober to me, it just makes it feel like that, that I'm still not there yet. But again, it's a word. It's in the Bible. So again, it's something within my, it's my own insecurity with that word. Because again, <laughs> I fought it for so long. I, didn't, I never wanted to stay sober. So again, there's a part of me that's still just like, oh, I don't even like the word tweaker. I hate that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But again, that's what I am, and that's what I did. Yep. So again, I say to people that are new in this program, you know, flip through these pages with a, with a highlighter. This book doesn't work yeah. without a highlighter or something yeah. underlined. You can just read this thing, but it doesn't work. Something happens when you underline highlight when you see yourself in there. It makes the pictures come alive. So again, I just I'm really I like I like when you say that you recovered because the, you know there's mm. a lot of uh, 
mm-hmm. controversy in the recovery world when oh, we yeah. say when some people identify it as recovering, uh-huh. recovery, recovered. Obviously, the book that he speaks of says in it that mm-hmm. there's people that recovered mm-hmm. from the seemingly seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And that's a two part deal. Right? It's a two part deal. But but the, but the thing is is, is if you think about like uh-huh. you said you did meth. Yeah. I did meth. Yeah. And if we're captivated by that pipe or by that needle, and that's what, what our life consists of, and we're always using it, mm-hmm. we're always going after that, that becomes our higher power. Oh, absolutely. That becomes God to us. Like, we'll do anything for it. We'll, we'll, we'll kill for it. We'll steal for it. We'll fight for it. We'll, we'll roller skate in the rain you know, to San Francisco Walk to go for pick miles it up. And miles. You know, just to be able to get, we'll do whatever it takes, right? Mm-hmm. So when we come in here and we actually live a different way of life, um, you know, and it it can be a book, it can be a meeting, it can be places that we go. You know, community events mm-hmm. that happen in the recovery world. It can be certain people, a yeah. counselor, somebody. I, I believe that we have these moments of clarity, these epiphanies, these aha moments where mm-hmm. somebody will say something at the right time. Yeah, where we'll hear mm-hmm. it yeah. right when we need to. The perfect thing said at the right time where we need to hear it and sometimes we don't get it right away yeah but it goes into our memory bank and then over a period of time like we start having our own little you know awakenings and when we have those spiritual experiences and awakenings we change our way of life Mm -hmm. and so now we have a man who's you know same age as me was a military man i was not a military man right i was a straight thug Mm -hmm. that's doing thug shit like Mm -hmm. oh crap whoops whoa Whoa! Did that one just leak out? We just from a PG to R. It's too late. It's live, Odie. We cannot. No profanity. I said ship. He was in the army. Navy people go on the ship. Okay. So anyway, did you see how I saved that? Anyway, so so point being is is point being is and I see that Cindy just came on too, and she's one of us, right? So. All I'm all I'm saying is is that we actually recover hey, and become it? recovered, you know, yeah, yeah. and that means to, to me it means no turning back. I I have no business going back to that lifestyle because I have the pleasure of living a different life, and it sounds yeah. like you have that too. You get to be the person you were meant to be, mm-hmm. rather than that facade that we get caught up in. I mean, yeah. the devil's dandruff. We had we did a special mm-hmm. on that on YouTube yeah. about meth. Meth is the devil's dandruff. I don't yeah. care how you look at it, but yeah. you do that stuff. And you get in the most uncomfortable situations around the shadiest people. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking lower companions to the point where over a period of time you realize, wait a second, they're not just the lower companions. I'm the lower companion, right? And you do bad things, you know, whatever. But to be able to break out of that is a wonderful, beautiful thing. And to add to that page, because again, that was the thing that, did, and you know, it, was, it may have been such a terrible place, but it's like, and I come into this world of recovery. Right. I come into this world where it's, I'm sober and I'm going to these weird meetings with these weird people and people that's got all kinds of issues and I'm dealing with non-alcoholic people mm. who I can't stand anyway. So now I'm stuck in a situation where on this side, I got a, a lifestyle that I've lived all my life, but it's it may be dirt, it may be hell, yeah. but in contrast to feeling this way and dealing with this way, now that's the battle right there. Yeah. And I say to people out there, the way to kind of uh, counter that move yeah. is, again, to get yourself into a place where people want to hear this. There are people out there, like I said, rehabs, you're going to find people who want this stuff. Get yourself into these treatment centers. That's why we recovered. That's why we recovered, so that we can carry a message of hope. That's mm-hmm. the whole reason why we didn't get recovered mm-hmm. 
to just sit around and go watch the game and watch TV and hang out at, in the gym and lift weights. Yeah, we, we got Sorry. recovered to find our purpose. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna make a chat. Yeah. I got, I got put you because there's a lot of people that, that like lift, like to lift weights and everything, and I probably need to also. <laughs> but again, I want to encourage all those weightlifting bodybuilders get to these rehab centers and take some of that weight training stuff to these guys that are in recovery and you'll really get a, a, a powerful uplift from that point because mm -hmm. again a lot of people think that they want to just focus on themselves again there's people in treatment centers and detox and they're utterly hopeless right now That's right. we are recovered from that hopeless state of mind and body mm -hmm. okay we still got to work on that spirit and that spirit's not healed yeah. and never cured but again that mind and body has been recovered so it's up to us to get that message to those guys that's our purpose that's right. it's not to sit around the gym and stay disconnected mm -hmm. we got to intentionally get to these other people out there that want it because remember some people may not want it right now yeah. i'm not even gonna say you aren't ready because i wasn't ready but yeah. they may not want it i wanted it but i just didn't know how to do I it i see tons of people every single day that don't yeah. want it yeah, yeah. De definitely again and those people again we still can even drop a seed in those guys that's right we can drop a seed. The people even if they don't want it, we can still drop a seed. We'll and just keep leading by example. We'll do hey, what we got to do. Absolutely. Find our absolutely. purpose. We have a couple more comments here. Then we're going to deep uh, dive a little bit deeper into the uh, okay. Stay Stopped brand. And then uh, that's just about it for today. What's Cindy say? Cindy said, Devil's Dandruff. <laughs> you only have to change one thing, and that's everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Sol said, the sad part of all of this diseases is that they lose completely the passion and empathy for not just themselves and others, speaking from my Al-Anon. Mm -hmm. Point of view in learning that there's 3 to 42 Al-Anons per each alcoholic addict. The ripple effect is big and keeps on growing. I'm here to help both sides however I can. That's why I take my top hat for you all who recover and then help others too. There you go. That's it. Again, that 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 like literally is the 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 main point of this thing. Again, I've always do would sit back and wonder, okay, now I'm recovered. Now what do I do? Go back to work? No, it, it's more. A lot of people get through recovery. Oh, I gotta get back to work. Yeah. Please, you guys, work is gonna be there. Take this time, and even if you do work, find at least an hour or two on your weekend or whatever to get to a rehab where you may have gone before. And just check in with those because there's guys sitting there. They're mm -hmm. like sitting there with no hope whatsoever. And just yeah. you dropping by, giving them maybe a, a brochure or a pamphlet, or even just giving them your number and shaking and getting a phone number and a name, that could make a difference in somebody's life. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'm saying. That's what we do this stuff for. It's more than about not using drugs and drinking at this point. It becomes about yeah. trying to just reach, reach somebody out else. People. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. It's amazing. Yeah. So if someone watching or listening wants to get in touch with you or learn more about the Stay Stopped brand and maybe get some of this gear or if there's a treatment center watching that wants to get involved with you. Yeah, that'd be awesome right there. Out? Well, um, first I'm going to point them to these guys right here. The Orange County Recovery Collaboration. Um, if you're in Orange County or even if you're not in Orange County, they are always looking for other resources. If you're a treatment center, if you're anything to do with recovery, um, reach out to these guys. I'm on the link there as well. Um, I'm also a part of, um, um, oh my gosh, I'm, I just got stuck. Um, mm -hmm. Alumni, uh, any type of alumni program. If you're a type of, any type of alumni program, treatment center alumni program, um, I want to talk to you. Um, my website is 
staystopunited.org. Um, and as far as other gear, the latest thing. You guys know the latest thing? Right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the owners. The latest thing. Um, <coughs> I have a lot of um, fresh new hoodies over there. Cool. Pink, uh, white, blue, all different colors. Great hoodies. The latest thing, Costa Mesa. Um, lots of good gear. Some beanies and some hats we have there as well. Awesome. Um, but again, if you're a treatment center, uh, if you're a detox center, if you're a sober living home, or if you guys know anybody, we want to be the brand of choice. Stay Stop is not just a t-shirt company. Where's that tag at? Want to show them the tags? Yeah. See this little brand on your sleeve right yes. there? Yes. This is all we want right here. Mm -hmm. This little spot right there, we want to reinforce in, in whatever you treatment centers doing. Treatment centers, you're going to be getting t-shirts from somewhere, from somebody anyway. We want to be that resource. We want you to brand your logo on our t-shirts. Nice. We want to reinforce whatever efforts that you guys are doing, specifically the alumni programs, because typically people will go through a whole treatment center, 30 days, 90 days, 60 days, 90 days, and they're out and gone. Mm -hmm. And we want those guys. We want to really get those guys to stay encouraged to stay with their alumni. Whatever program they went through, again, alumni treatment center, we want to be able to you know, connect with you guys. We want to reinforce whatever that you're doing to keep those guys connected. And Stay Stop brand, we are considered the official recovery lifestyle brand. Nice. The official recovery lifestyle. A lot oh, of brands man. out there, but again, we do like to call we're self-proclaimed. Of course, <laughs> self-proclaimed official recovery lifestyle brand. Again, because we're simply trying to reinforce with that one little tag right there on your gear. We'll do your tops on the. Um, we'll do your logo on the front, your logo on the back. Talk to me for the pricing on that one. StayStopUnited.org. Um, or either follow us on Instagram. That's the best place to go. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram, Instagram. Stay.stopped. So on Instagram, it's stay.stopped. Yes. Okay. Or if you just do any hashtag, it'll do it that way. Appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. There we go. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Well, Jackson, it was Yo. such a pleasure, man. It, I'm so happy Thank that so we, uh, Thank we you got so to have much you on the program here. Thank you it was so amazing. much. If there are any, we have a couple other questions here. Let's uh, let's address them real quick. Otherwise, we will get to them afterwards. Cindy said, "Work is something to do in between your program. It's not important. <coughs> it's about helping other alcoholics." Soul said, "That's so true. The job will be there." This reminds me when Pez shares a story mm -hmm. that he was able to finish school because he was sober. Mm -hmm. When you're sober, you can accomplish all those dreams you had since childhood. Faith moves mountains. Keep yeah. in fighting for yourself. Asking for help is the most humble thing that you can do. Stay humble, stay humble. She wants to hug you. <laughs> stay humble. Right. Stay uh, humble, everyone. Until, right until next time. Sober, sober grind. grind out. Yeah. Sober grind. That's it.